Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello, my friends. Welcome back. This is episode number 260 of the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast. And today I'm sharing some of the realest weight loss advice ever. I don't even know if realist is a word. I think it is, but that's what I'm sharing. You're going to hear the truth about losing weight that honestly no one wants to tell you, especially no one in the diet industry. So that's what we're getting into today. But first, I want to start with a couple other things. I'd like to thank every single one of you who have taken the time to post a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Specifically, I got one this week that said, the podcast is so good. Corey speaks to my inner soul and addresses the true elements needed to improve your overall well-being. This was from Brandon A. Brandon, thank you so much. And to all of the rest of you, if you posted a review from the bottom of my heart, Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't done that, I would be absolutely honored if you would take just 60 seconds to do that. It would mean the world to me, and it really helps out the podcast also. So thank you in advance. (laughs) Next, and gosh, it's going to seem like Corey is so needy today. My goodness, he asked me to post a review, and now he's asking me for something else. I'm running out of ideas, guys. I'm 260 episodes into this, and I'm running out of ideas. That's (laughs) actually probably not true. I'll always come up with something to talk about. But I would love to answer your specific questions. You, hey, you, you listening, I would love to answer your specific questions. So maybe after you take that 60 seconds to post a review, if you haven't already, take about two minutes and let me know what you would like me to address. What questions do you have about losing weight or about diets or a certain diet or supplements or some specific struggle that you're facing uh, with your mindset or with changing your body. Let me know so that I can address it here on the podcast. So how do you do that? Very simple, two different ways. And this will be in the show notes. You can go to Instagram and message me there. I am Corey Little Coach. Again, that will be down in the show notes. Or you can email me at support, S-U-P-P-O-R-T, support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. That email will be down in the show notes as well. Okay. Okay, thank you. Thank you for both of those. Now, without further ado, let's get to today's episode, The Realest Weight Loss Advice Ever. So some episodes I will plot and plan and really think through things and make notes and then make new notes and cross off old notes and go into a lot of, uh, a lot of preparation time. This episode's not really like that. It just kind of hit me and I was like, man, there's just stuff that I share with my coaching group and after 20 plus years of doing this that I know is true about this process of weight loss, about the process of losing weight and changing your body and changing your life. I just know this stuff. It's true. And yet, honestly, it's stuff that you're probably not hearing in the media. It's stuff you're probably not going to hear from the diet industry for certain because they want to sell you some pipe dream, right? They want to sell you, oh, you don't worry, eat whatever you want and lose weight, melt it like butter if you just take this supplement, if you just use this special program. And that stuff's just bullcrap. So I want to give you a nice big dose of reality. (laughs) And some of you may go, oh boy, this is not the episode for me. But I really believe the truth helps us. It may sting a little bit at first, but it's in the long run, maybe exactly what we need. 
So these might be somewhat scattered or they may kind of wind up being connected, but here we go. One, two, three. First, if you're not getting results, you're not doing enough. I oftentimes will share this with my coaching group and I'm like, look, I'm sorry. I, that may sound mean. I don't make the rules. I just explain the rules. And these are the rules. If we just look at science, the science of losing weight, if you're not getting results, you're not doing enough. If the, if the scales, if the weight, if your weight isn't going, and you guys know I'm not a big fan of the scales, right? But if your weight isn't going down, you're not doing enough. If you're not getting results, you're not doing enough. But it's so important to ask, how are you measuring results? Because your weight may not change a ton, but you could be improving your fitness level, improving your energy, improving your blood sugar, improving your blood pressure. You could be losing inches. You could be losing body fat and maybe even gaining some muscle mass so the scales aren't moving that much. You could be making tremendous mental progress, which will set you up for tremendous weight loss progress next week or two weeks or a month down the line. But right now, the scales aren't moving much. So I would encourage you to really think about how you're measuring results. And are you only looking at the scales? And if so, maybe you want to think about something different. Maybe you want to have some, you know, multiple measures, multiple pieces of data that you can look at other than just the scales. But in the long run, maybe not over the course of one week or two weeks, but over the long run, three weeks, a month, two months, three months, if you're not getting results, you're not doing enough. I hate it. It sounds mean, but it's just the truth because your body just goes, what's coming in and what's going out? That's pretty much it. And even if you've been really consistent, maybe there's some stuff sneaking in there or you feel like you've been really consistent. Maybe there's some stuff sneaking in there that's just slightly tilting the scales against you instead of for you. And that's one of the big things we can that we sometimes do in my coaching group is we'll figure out like, okay, what is going on here? Like what is... What is it that's maybe keeping you from having more results or keeping you from having the rate of results that you want to have? So that's first. If you're not getting results, you're not doing enough. But maybe think about how you're measuring results and add another one, two, three pieces of data to look at other than just the scales. Okay, that first one may have been kind of sobering and like, man, I don't think I want to listen to the rest of this episode. Hang with me because I believe it's going to be helpful. And the second one is more, in, a little more on the encouraging side. You can... Do it. And that may sound like the simplest, most corny, hokey, motivational message. You can do it. Yeah, right. Okay. Gee, thanks, Corey. I could go to YouTube and get that in a million different ways, and they're all much better than hearing you say it. But here's what I don't want you to miss. You can do it. You absolutely can. And I say it every episode. I believe in you 100%. But there's an ellipsis here. You can do it, dot, dot, dot. But here's what I want you to understand. It's going to be hard at times. It's not going to go like you think or hope it will go. So a great analogy in my mind, at least, for this is if you imagine traveling somewhere, right? You want to take a cross-country trip. You want to, you know, you want to go somewhere. In this modern day and age, we go and we purchase, you know, we hop online, we go to Delta or whatever airline you like, you purchase your tickets, and you know you'll be flying from somewhere to somewhere. I'm located in Georgia, so okay, I want to travel to California across the country. I purchase my plane ticket. I get on my plane. Maybe it's nonstop, so nice, and I fly from Atlanta, Georgia to somewhere in California. Wonderful. Great. Smooth. All I have to do is make my way to the airport and then fly for four to five hours, and I'm there. And I get off the airplane, and I'm there. 
That's how we think weight loss is going to go. I'm going to get my diet or start this program or find a coach or a trainer. And then I'm just going to doop, 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 step by step. And it's just going to be nice and smooth. And it's going to take a little bit of time. And that's it. Bebop done. It couldn't be further from the truth. The reality of weight loss is this. If we think of it in the sense of travel, it's like purchasing your plane ticket. I want to fly from Georgia to California. Great. Purchase my plane ticket. And the plane takes off. And then there's some turbulence. And then the pilot comes on. He's like, hey, guys, sorry. We got a... We got to land in Mississippi because uh, we got a toilet that's clogged up. Whatever. So whatever. I don't know what would be something worthwhile to land that doesn't sound really, really scary, like an engine going out or whatever. We got to land in Mississippi. So we land in Mississippi and they're like, we're going to put you on another flight. And that flight's going to take you uh, from Mississippi to um, up to Minnesota because you need to connect there. And then that flight's going to take you to California. And then so you're like, God, this sucks. Well, okay, well, then you fly up to Minnesota and you get up to Minnesota. And then they're like, hey, that other flight, um, it won't be ready for a day. So then you have to spend a night in Minnesota. And I know this sounds like the worst experience ever, but just hang with me. And then you fly from Minnesota and the next flight only takes you over to Montana. And then from Montana, you're like, okay, I'm sick of this. I'm actually going to drive. And then you rent a car and you start driving from Montana to California. And then about halfway through that, your car breaks down or it has a flat tire, but you just so happen to be next to a a, a train depot. So you're like, I'm going to take a train from wherever I am for the next hundred miles. And then I'll rent a car again, or then maybe I can book another flight. That may sound like a horrible, horrible (laughs) travel experience for anyone as old as me or older. There was a movie with Steve Martin and John Candy back in the 80s called Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And it described this horrific travel experience perfectly, right? This miserable travel experience. It's like doing anything and everything you can to get to your destination. That's what losing weight is like. We think it's this smooth flight. Oh, I booked my ticket and then I'm gone. And then four hours, boop, and then I'm there. Four months, boop, I hit my goal. So we think it's like six weeks and we hit our goal. When in reality... It is this up and down and back and forth process, and it's hard at times, and it's not going to go like we think it will go, or we hope it will go. But here's the thing. I will get to California if I don't give up. You will get to the place that you want to be with your body and your health if you don't give up, period. You can do it, but it requires a dogged determination of just like, I'm just not going to stop. That's one of the biggest realizations that people in my coaching group have. There's a saying, I said this to someone in the coaching group and it kind of stuck and people have start quoting it to me and to each other. It's and the saying is this, it, you don't have to be perfect. Just don't quit. Just don't quit. Period. And so for you, you can get anywhere you want to go with your body. Just don't quit. That's all. And it's not going to be like you think it's going to be. And it's going to be hard at times. It's not going to maybe wind up how you hope it will go, but you will get there if you just don't quit. Now, here's the other thing about achieving your weight loss goals and changing your body. It's going to require you to change. (laughs) And you may go, well, duh, I know that, man. If I keep doing the same stuff and I just stay the same way, well, then I'll always be the same, right? But we don't realize it. (laughs) Most of us want to change without changing. You want to become somebody different, but still stay who you are and do what you do. Uh, Now, just try to be super, super honest with yourself. 
because I think there's a lot of truth in that statement if you're willing to be incredibly self-aware and self-honest. Most of us want to become somebody different. I want to be that fit person. I want to be that person who loves their body. I want to be that person who's lost weight and doesn't have to worry about it anymore. That's who I want to be. We want to become somebody different, but yet we don't want to give up the stuff we're doing. We, 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 I want to stay who I am and do what I do. I want to be that fit person. I, oh my gosh, I got a friend and they just have it all together. And it's just so easy for them. Newsflash, it's probably not as easy as you think as it looks from the outside. <laughs> but that's who I want to be like. I want to be like them. So you want to get up every morning and work out at 5 a.m.? Well, no, I don't want to do that. I don't know. And you want to like not, you know, go out to drinks with your friend three nights a week? You want to not just eat your kids' leftover chicken nuggets and, and french fries every day? You want to not... Uh, have that birthday cake at that birthday party. You want to make do like follow your friend around that you think it's so easy for that fit person that you just have this idea in your head of how easy it is for them and how it's so unfair. Follow them around 24 seven and watch everything they do and don't do. And then suddenly you may go, yeah, you know, I, ooh, if I'm really honest, I want to look like them and I want to kind of have the life that I imagine they have, but I don't want to make all the sacrifices they make. Gosh, are you kidding me? So you can do it, my friend. You can have the body that you want. You can lose weight and be incredibly successful. But it's going to require you to change. And most of us want to change without changing. We want to become somebody different, but still stay who we are and do what we do. Now, here's the beauty of what I believe is the way I approach this. Change is, we have much less resistance to change when we change gradually and slowly. And here is something that I think all of us need to hear, including myself. Life is going to change us. You, whether you want to change or not, you're going to change. The question is, will you just let life change you randomly here and there? And then you wind up six months, a year, five years down the road going, wow. How did I get here? Or will you realize, hey, change is going to happen regardless. So I'm going to freaking steer this ship. I'm going to choose and mold and sculpt the change in my life. I will be the author of my change instead of allowing the world to change me in the way that it sees fit. My friends, if we want to change, we actually must change. And you're going to change regardless. So you might as well take control of it and be the author of the change in your life. Next up, consistency in relation to this word change. We all are like, oh, I got to be more consistent. Oh, I struggle with consistency. Consistency is just another way of saying I've changed and I'm changing. <laughs> we don't think of it that way, right? We think of, okay, I'm going to do this diet plan, which I talked about in the last episode. I'm going to do this diet plan. I'm going to do this program. And I just really got to be consistent if I want to get results. And we don't realize it, but in that moment, we're basically saying, okay, I'm using this as a vehicle. I'm going to do this to get to where I want to be, like an airplane ride, right? Like a trip on an airplane. I'm going to get on the airplane. It will take me where I want to go. And then I'm going to get off and I'm going to get back to my life. That's how we, a lot of us view the process of weight loss. I'm going to get on a diet. I'm going to get on a program. I'm going to do this thing, be consistent, and then I'll get back to my life. Uh-uh. That's not real change. That doesn't deliver long-term results. In order to change, you must actually change. And consistency, that thing that we kind of put in its own category of like 
just doing something repeatedly. Consistency is just a way of changing us. If I repeatedly, day in and day out, choose to do something differently, if I do that long enough, it's going to stick and it's going to change the way I live my life and do my life from day to day. And then ultimately, that change will trickle down and change my brain and change my body. Consistency is just another way of saying, I have changed and I am changing, but I am choosing it. I'm not just allowing it to happen haphazardly. Now, next up, because all this talk of change and consistency, may, I may be beating that horse until it's beyond dead. So, which I'm sorry, that's a terrible phrase, right? Like, more than one way to skin a cat and beat a dead horse. Poor animals. Like, <laughs> our phrasing is so terrible towards animals. So let's move on. Here's the next thing I think that we all need to realize and I know is 100% true. Most of us are scared of the very thing that we want. And there's so much resistance when I say this to people. The first, no, Corey, I'm not. I'm scared of the very thing I want. Dude, you don't get it. I want it. <laughs> I'm not scared of it. I want to be skinny. I want to not, I want to not have this fat around my belly. I, I want my thighs to not rub together when I walk. I want to not have such anxiety about putting on a certain outfit because it feel like it cuts me in two and it's so uncomfortable because it's way too tight. Dude, I'm not scared of that. That's what I want. And here's what I'm telling you. Most of us, even though we don't realize it, we're scared of achieving and having the very thing that we say we so desperately want. Someone in my coaching group just shared this recently. She said, I've never really thought about it, but I was, I think I had an aha, like light bulb moment. She said, I've, my whole life, my whole life, I've been trying to lose weight. I've never been, in her words, she said, I've, I've never been skinny and I don't know what it would feel like to be skinny. And she said, I finally realized that when I get on a roll and I start feeling good about the progress I'm making and I start feeling good about the changes I've made and I start feeling good about where my body is and where it's heading, I sabotage myself. And I've always wondered why. And she said, I realized it's because I don't know how to be skinny. <laughs> and the thought of being skinny, these are her words, not mine. The thought of being skinny, it, it scares me. A lot of you, you may think that's crazy, but I can almost guarantee there's some element of that there. If you have struggled with weight for a large portion of your life, you don't know how to be someone different. You don't know how to be anything other than what you are. And so as you begin moving towards weight loss and having, a, to some degree, a different body and a dip, to some degree, a different lifestyle, there's a fear that comes because we're leaving our comfort zone. We're leaving the comfort zone of who we've always been, even if we don't like our comfort zone. It's comfortable, hence the term comfort zone. Comfort zone, not song. Comfort zone, it's comfortable. It's what we're used to. It's what we're accustomed to. It feels familiar, and we like that. Our brain likes that. And so even if we're moving towards something that we say we desperately want, if it's different, and it is because it's not what we are now, so it's different, it's going to be kind of scary. And then here's the other thing that's wrapped up in that. If you've struggled to lose weight for a large portion of your life, maybe you would say you've been overweight or 
weight has been an issue for you for a large part of your life. And so you've probably been focused on losing it or how can I lose it or how can I tackle this or what can I do? There's a really good chance that you wouldn't know what to do if you weren't trying to lose weight. So not only are we scared of the thing we say we want, but it's almost like a loss of identity. So it's like, wait a minute, if I actually achieve this thing, what am I going to do? It's almost like how some people, a lot of us nowadays, right? A lot of us. It's nearly impossible just to sit with ourselves and to just have space and time with our own self in our own mind. It's like if we can't sit in silence with ourselves or sit in silence with others, it just feels so uncomfortable. For a lot of us, that space for a significant portion of our life, maybe almost all of our life, that space has been filled with got to lose weight. What am I going to do to lose weight? I got to think about food. I got to think about exercise. I got to think about my body. I got to stay on this pursuit. It's been our pursuit. And there's some level of meaning that we get when we have a pursuit in life. Now, some of you, again, may be very resistant to this. Corey, I would be ecstatic. I would be so thrilled if I did not have weight loss and food taking taking up so much space in my brain. I hear you. I hear you. But I'm just telling you, deep down underneath that, if you completely achieved all of your goals and had tremendous success in that area of life, and then suddenly you weren't trying to lose weight anymore and it wasn't occupying such a significant part of your time and energy and brain, there's almost a little loss of identity because for so long that's been who you are and what you focused on and what you're doing. And so there's like a double pronged fear here. Fear, number one, of change because I've always been this other way for so long. And then number two, fear of like, okay, not only am I not the chubby guy or the you know, the voluptuous lady anymore, whatever. Not only am I no longer overweight, now I have this void in my life where I used to constantly be pursuing this thing. It's tricky, but it's there for a lot of people. Okay, next up. You probably don't really want your ultimate goal. Corey, I thought this podcast, dude, I thought this podcast kind of made sense. And I thought you were going to give me some real, like the realest weight loss advice ever. And all this stuff just sounds like garbage. It sounds like you don't even know what you're talking about. Hopefully some of you are hanging with me and you're like, wait, he may actually have a point here. Hang with me with this one because I really think it will make sense because I see it over and over and over again. All of these I've seen over and over and over again. But You probably really don't want your ultimate goal. When it's all said and done and you realize what it will take to get to your ultimate goal, you probably would prefer something more balanced. I see this in my coaching group all the time. Somebody joins a group with plans to, you know, I want to lose 40 pounds. Whatever, you insert any number you want to. I want to lose 40 pounds. And then they lose 10 and they get really excited. And then they lose 15 and then they lose 22 and then... It goes up and up and they get to the point where maybe they're at, you know, they've lost 29 to 31 pounds, depending on the, you know, week or the month that they weigh, they've lost 29 to 31 pounds. And so they're not at their goal yet. They need to lose another, you know, 10 to 12 pounds, 10 or 11 pounds to get to that 40 pound goal. Or maybe for you, it's something different. Maybe it's one of the things I mentioned earlier. You want to get rid of the fat on your belly. Oh, you hate it. 
you hate that flub around your midsection. For some of you, it's your, you don't want your thighs to rub together. You want to get back into a size six or eight or 10 or whatever, whatever that ultimate goal is. You want to get there. And what I see happen over and over and over again is that as someone learns what it really takes to achieve weight loss success, and they learn not only what it takes to achieve the success, but to maintain it and the lifestyle changes that are made, a lot of those they embrace and they move forward and they're excited about it. And then inevitably, as they learn more and more and they get very real with themselves, they get to that place where a lot of times they're two-thirds or three-quarters to their goal and they've seen success and they've seen progress, but they're also still enjoying their life. They've done enough to achieve results, but they've hit this balance of where it's like, okay, I feel better, I have great energy, and yeah, my midsection's smaller. Yeah, I've lost you know, 29 out of 40 pounds. I've lost 31 out of 40 pounds. Or, you know, my, I've gone down a couple sizes, but I'm still not quite where I thought I wanted to be. But you know what? Like, I get it, Corey. Like, I could do more to get there. But honestly, I, I'm not sure if it's worth it because I really enjoy the crap out of my life right now. And I don't hate my body anymore. Like, I've worked through some mental stuff and I've achieved some great results. But man, I, I really enjoy going out with my husband, going out with my wife on Friday night and eating a delicious dinner and a bunch of dessert. And, you know, I enjoy not having to worry about it when, you know, there's a social gathering midweek on a Wednesday and I don't have to be like, no, I can't have a slice of pizza. Like I found a really healthy balance that I love. So you know what? That ultimate goal that I had, eh, I think I'm just going to put it to the side for now because I really love where I'm at. And that, my friends, <laughs> oh, that is pure gold. That is peace of mind and understanding what it takes to keep you where you are and understanding what it will take to move you forward. And when you're in that place, not only do you have peace of mind, you have ultimate power because you're not just hoping and praying for some six or eight week program or weight loss challenge that will magically deliver the body you want and solve all your problems. You understand this is a real life thing where science is involved and you get what it takes. You understand what it takes to get results. You understand what it takes to keep your results and you understand what it takes to achieve more results. And you have full ownership and full power in your life and with your body. It's a beautiful thing. Okay. That's enough from me today. I hope that some of this has been helpful. Maybe some of these things just completely flew right by and they were worthless. And if that's the case, I'm sorry, but maybe there was at least one or two things that were helpful. I hope that you'll share this episode with someone else who might find one or two of these things helpful. And I hope the two or three of you will discuss it. I say this all the time. I believe that's how we really get the most out of anything in life, especially with something like a podcast, because they may have a thought or a point that you didn't have. And when you discuss it, you go, oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. I get it. They may be able to explain something I was saying better than I explained it. <laughs> That's not uncommon. So I hope it's been helpful. I hope you'll share it. And please remember, if you have a question or something specific that you want me to cover or address, just shoot me a quick message on Instagram. I'm Corey Little Coach, or you can email me at support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. And lastly, I hope you know, and you never forget that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions for the day because the scales just tell you the downward force you put on the earth. That's it. 
They don't tell you how freaking amazing you are. They don't tell you how incredible of a parent or a friend or a sister or a son or a daughter you are. They don't tell you how they don't tell you how much people love you and care for you. They don't tell you any of that. They just tell you your downward force on the earth. So screw the scales, at least for the short term. Okay? Okay. And yes, losing weight's amazing. And sure, the scales tell us how much weight we lose. But losing weight is really more about what I just talked about. Getting to that place in your life where you take full ownership and you go, man, I've gained life. I've gained so much life. It's not even about getting back into a size 6, 8, 10, whatever. It's not even about getting rid of this last little bit of belly fat. It's not even about losing 11 more pounds to hit my goal. It's not about that. I'm at a place now where I get it. Losing weight really is about gaining life, and I've gained so much life, I don't even care if I lose this last little bit of weight. That's what it's all about, my friends. And here's the thing. I said it earlier. You can do it, and it probably won't look like what you think, and it it will definitely be hard at times. But you absolutely can do it, even if you struggled in the past, even if you doubt yourself. I believe in you because I see people be successful all the time. I believe in you. So if you don't believe in yourself, it's fine. You keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there, okay? Okay. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today. I'm honored that you did. Take care, my friends. God bless. Bye-bye.